and welcome to the Encounter Mercy Podcast. I'm Vince, and I have with me Father Andy, as usual. How's it going, Father? Oh, you know, about the same Vince right now as everything is. Just trying to uh, to get through quarantine, huh? Uh, you know, I think we're at a point where um, we're all getting a little bit stir-crazy, um, and so I was sitting in the uh, living room on Sunday evening after our Divine Mercy Holy Hour that I had broadcasted. And then um, I d- this smell, this smell, I couldn't get out of my nose. And I finally pinpointed that I think the stove needed to be cleaned. Well, did it really? No, probably not because it was rather clean, but it was irritating me. So for the last two days, I've taken apart the stove from top to bottom and cleaned everything with grease remover and et cetera, just because I couldn't take the smell it didn't make the smell go away. You know, there, there is a setting for cleaning on the oven. It doesn't clean the outside though, does it? Oh no, 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 no. I mean, like I took all the panels off and I was oh, soaking geez. it. And I, I, like I said, I'm che- getting a little check crazy. for a dead mouse behind there. I pulled the whole thing out. I, oh, okay. I think it's coming from the basement. Ah, and you're probably too afraid to go into that basement, huh? It's not so much afraid. It's just, I don't really care to. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, I'm having a hard time breathing, and I think that has to do with my allergies. I get this twice a year, uh, usually always in the fall and the spring, whenever the seasons really change. And uh, so you know, seeing I didn't really want to go to the doctor's office, and plus they're not really allowing people in unless it's like kind of an emergency. Even though I guess not being able to breathe isn't an emergency, I guess. Um, so I did a tele- telemedicine call on my lunch at work. So I'm sitting in my truck and I'm thinking, okay, this will be quick. And uh, no, it was exactly like if you were to go into the doctor's office, you had to log on. It basically killed my battery within, you know, the whole entire hour I was on my video conference because I'm sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting like you would at the doctor's office. Then a nurse pops on, asks you a couple of questions that are completely irrelevant to what's going on. And then she says, oh, well, uh, the doctor be right with you. And then she hangs up. And you're waiting and you're waiting just like you would at the doctor's office. And then finally, the doctor comes on and we're having audio connection issues, which is not normal, you know. And then uh, finally, we get it all straightened out. And uh, he prescribes me an inhaler and says, um, I never really need you coming into the office right now because of everything that's going on. But uh, you said this happens twice a year for a couple of weeks. So I'll give you an inhaler for now. And then uh, in the fall, when it happens again, just come on in and we'll give you some kind of pulmonary test to see what's going on. So I don't know. I, th- I thought this was going to be, a, I thought it was going to be streamlined, like, you know, telemedicine going to be nice and quick. Just pop on with the doc. No, I had to wait just as long as I would if I went to the doctor's office. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. You know, I've been having technical difficulties with mass, as everybody knows, like my microphone broke uh, for Monday mass this week. Um, had to fish another one out of uh, storage and had to buy one online so that it can be replaced. So it's hopefully better audio. But the point is that nobody is ready for this because we never thought we'd have to do it. No. Well, and like we mentioned uh, last week, you know, churches weren't ready for this. And now all of a sudden they have to be social media experts and live stream experts. And they have to do it with the equipment that they have because, you know, you order off Amazon and things take forever to get here now because it's not, you know, it's, it's yeah. not a priority. I'm not getting my two day free shipping. What the heck, Amazon? You know, exactly. I wanted my, uh, my new microphone, uh, yesterday, you know, I ordered it 
yesterday and so it should be here tomorrow but it's not going to be here till like saturday yeah like my wife has been making masks for people and she ordered elastic like two weeks ago still hasn't come in yet it's normally Which, a prime item i what amazes me is that i purchased the microphone yesterday but i bought also um some fake flowers yeah. because uh, uh you know the the altar i can't seem to keep flowers alive those flowers that were on the altar for Easter are slowly dying. Which you, water they normally them. Do. you have to water them. I don't know. Well, if you yeah, I am watering them, but I'm afraid that maybe they got overwatered, or it's the fact that there's heat in the house that isn't normally as high in churches. I don't know. Or they're in a small enclosed place. Point is, is that they're dying, which I mean is to be expected. Quicker than I expected. Also, you know, bought them from a grocery store, so there might be the chance that. When I bought them, they weren't exactly fresh. Right. But anyway, the fake flowers I bought to replace those are actually coming tomorrow. And I bought those on Sunday. And the microphone says maybe, you know, maybe Saturday, maybe next week. And then um, some medicine that I ordered online, just like allergy medicine, because like you, I have allergies, seasonal allergies that drive me crazy as well. That's not coming till May. It's like, wait, wait a minute. What, what, what is classified as what's essential uh, and what's necessary not and not? Yeah, that's funny. it's crazy. It's crazy. And then, of course, if anybody can see, I have this lovely dog here that just will not leave me alone. And I thought by having some treats here on the desk, I could just toss one to him every so often. So he'd go lay down. That's it's not working so well. No, nah, usually but, dogs usually hang out where the treats are. So he's not going anywhere. No, there's only one left and we've been at this only about 10 minutes. So, you know, this is no surprise here. I think I'm fairly certain that this quarantine is starting to get to all of us as I take another sip. Most certainly. Well, yeah. What are you drinking tonight? A perfect Manhattan. Oh, very nice. Very oh. nice. So that's with dry vermouth then, right? Uh, both white and red. Okay. And I just have an old fashioned going on with some Elijah Craig that was bootlegged for me out of state. That's the other sad part. Being in Pennsylvania, we can't get access to Ohio's alcohol and I'm right on the border. And so, um, you know, we do have to bootleg it sometimes because of our lovely government. Yep. Turning us all into criminals. Anyway, so today we're going to be talking about divine mercy. So we just, uh, for any of us, for any of you who follow us on a regular basis, you know that we did, um, uh, adoration and divine and for divine mercy on Sunday. Uh, Father Andy did that. I was unable to attend. Uh, I had some family stuff that I was taking care of, but um, we wanted to talk a little bit about that and the the history behind it, uh, as well as I guess before we even get into that, um, to explain it to to some folks. And I know me, someone who grew up in the Catholic faith, but I, I blame uh, not so great catechesis. You know this I. I didn't really know too much about this uh, until uh, very recently. So we're going to dive into that. I'm going to learn just as much as you are if you're not familiar with it. And Father Andy, I, I imagine, will do a great job. And if anyone's watching on video, you'll see that Father Andy has completely washed out like a ghost right now. So my, really my, bright. My, uh, my monitor, you know, of course, I have two monitors. I have one right in front of me that the camera's on that I'm looking at. Well, looking at the screen that I see my video on. And then off to my left is the notes. And the monitor is really bright and I'm trying to like turn it down and I, I don't know do it. why it's so bright. That's all right. We'll make it through. Yeah. He's not usually that white, pasty white. 
I don't know about that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure with being Scotch-Irish, it, it doesn't work all that well. So I guess before we get into it, let's talk about what is mercy. So you often, as Christians, we often hear a couple of words tossed around, mercy and grace. And so, Father, would you like to describe, could you please tell everybody what is the difference between mercy and grace? Because sometimes I, I've heard people kind of mix them up uh, and use them kind of in the wrong uh, context. So, yeah, yeah. You know, grace, um, when we talk about, we have to understand that uh, God imparts both. So he's giving uh, both of us as a gift. Yes. So when it comes to um, grace, God is giving us a gift that is um like a blessing and and uh the the whole thought sorry my brain is dead because of course what you know who else is in the corner but the dog talking to me anyway so we have to understand with grace that um it comes from a whole different um understanding you have grace in the old testament grace in the new testament but the key underlying thing there is that is um, it speaks of deliverance, you know, it just speaks of deliverance from enemies or from afflictions or from adversity um, and focuses on um, a uh, tone of love and forgiveness and preservation. Okay. So that's grace. God is giving us this to bring us out of something, you know, uh, Martin Luther had this image of grace that we are all, dog dung. We are all this nasty brown stuff on the ground that nobody wants to look at. And so for God to be able to look at us, he puts his grace on us. So it's like the white snow um, on dog dung. Well, I mean, that's not a good definition. That's, you know, that's really kind of a bad definition of grace because it's more than that. It's not just something that God puts on us to look at us, right? So God is always loving us. God is always with us. It goes further than that. It goes something into our soul, into our nature, and it it changes us. It's supposed to start to change us. And you That's, see grace within the sacraments. Right, right. So ineffable graces you see within the sacrament. You get the graces of um, – uh, you know, the different graces from the Eucharist. Uh, and right now, well, we can't receive, not everyone can receive the Eucharist. We have the ability to receive a spiritual grace and receiving these is like a blessing, receiving a blessing in a mm-hmm. special way and having this um, connection to the understanding of grace uh, with that. So, you know, it's it's not just it, it's God showing his kindness and his favor to us, but it goes more than that, right? It goes into how – I mean there's so many different types of grace. You have salvific grace. You have um, the forgiveness of gr- in grace. Uh, you have the freedom. You have future – and there's all these different attributes to grace. But the key is, is that it's a gift from God. Yes, and it's not freely given like mercy is. The way I've right. always been explained to me is grace – uh, well, mercy is freely given while grace is not. And right. different yeah. people are graced at different times of their lives through different, whatever the sacraments, it could, there's a variety of ways you can be graced from God. But if you ask for right. God's mercy, that's there freely, no matter what you've done, no matter what it is that you're going to do, no matter what's in your mind, uh, mercy is always there for the taking. Exactly. Exactly. So God is always going to be giving out his mercy. Um, and like you said, w- w- 
great way to show the difference between grace and mercy is that wonderful idea that you gave that, that thought of, um, you know, the grace is given to us in a particular moment. Yes. Great. The, uh, you know, grace is pretty much God giving us something that we don't deserve. Um, yes. And, and it's something that we can ask for, but it's not always given to us. Just like, uh, you know, you can pray for something and you, it, it doesn't happen. And, um, and that's okay. God has a plan for all of us. Um, and it's not just be, not because he doesn't love you, not because he's not giving you mercy. Um, it's just that he decided not to grace you with whatever it is that you were asking for, because maybe he's going to grace you in a different way in the future. And exactly. you need to go through this in order to experience that later. Yes, yes, exactly. So, and a good way for our married couples is, is when you came to the church asking the church to recognize your marriage, you were asking for a special grace upon that day and upon your relationship between you and your spouse. So Mm -hmm. that is one great way to look at it. So that's a little bit about grace, but what exactly, you know, you uh, say again, Vince, it's grace versus mercy. Uh, Mercy is freely given. So you can ask for God's mercy at any time and he's not going to withhold that from you no matter what. And, um, you know, we can look at mercy as there's a bunch of different definitions for mercy. I'm sure if you pull up the, uh, the dictionary, but, uh, as Christians, we see mercy as love and I do not know Hebrew. And I know, I only know a little bit about this, but, um, the, some of the Hebrew words for mercy also mean love. And so yeah. God's love, and it starts with an H and I can never pronounce, I can never remember exactly what it is. There's a couple of different ones. And then also in Greek, it also means love. It also means misery as well. Uh, and so we can, can kind of derive from that uh, how we got to the word mercy, I guess, as language progresses um, and, and things are translated. But uh, it's not just, uh, mercy isn't just, um, uh you know, forgive me of my sins. Mercy is also something that God gives you. He gives you his love no matter what happens. Um, and we see that throughout the old Testament. We th- see that throughout the new Testament. Um, and so we, that's how we kind of look at mercy. Now you may see, so in, in like in today's society, you see justice and mercy kind of getting confused and that's very slippery, dangerous slope. Um, especially in the social justice side of things, where um, instead of uh, providing, you know, mercy, love, forgiveness to whoever, it's no, no, we need to crucify this person right now uh, in order to, you know, for, to save for the, for their greater good for the, for the most part. But um, that's, I guess, in a nutshell, that's kind of kind of what mercy's love is what it really comes down to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and the other thing to understand with mercy is that, um, you know, with mercy, it's not just normal love like you and I would have for one another, it's compassionate love. And so um, sometimes when it comes to mercy, you know, we, like you said, with the whole justice versus mercy thing, well, that's going to bring justice, but is it going to bring mercy? No. And so when it comes to um, receiving, if we are on the receiving end of mercy or we say, where's the mercy in this? Well, mercy isn't always getting what we want. Exactly. It might not be comfortable. Right. Yeah. It's not going to always be what we think we deserve mm-hmm. because obviously like what I think I deserve is to have chocolate every day and be able to not be fat. But, you know, that's not sure, going valid. to be merciful. But God's not being merciful to me because he's not letting me have this. 
well, no, that's just ridiculous, right? Yeah, and I'm sure we could think of a that, thousand other examples too in today's society that, well, I deserve this, or right. you know, there's I, I don't we could get it. There's so many things we can get it into. Yeah. Um, but then mercy also means forgiveness as well. Right. And let's look at, um, oh, geez, when was that? It was earlier 2000s when that gunman in Lancaster went into that Amish school and yeah. killed all the children. And yeah. immediately the whole Amish community just, they forgave the man. Yeah. And, uh, and they were praying for him. And that, when it comes to mercy on earth, that, like, to me, that is, uh, and forgiveness on earth, that is the epitome of it. That is exactly what, uh, what, what real forgiveness looks like. Yeah. Yeah. That's mercy. That's mercy there because justice says that that man should die the same death as he gave. Yes. But we know that Jesus Christ came to us and what he said was, um, I desire mercy. And one of the things in his mercy is that, you know, what, uh, you were told, turn the other, or excuse me, you were told eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Well, I tell you now, turn the other cheek. Yes. And that's mercy. That's mercy is showing that recognizing that, yes, you're absolutely right. Justice is important and, uh, everybody deserves justice, but it's also on the side of compassion, recognizing that we all need mercy. So now that we know a little bit more about mercy and we know the difference between mercy and grace, let's get into um, the history of divine mercy. So I'm going to, so, I'm pretty much going to turn this one over to you because you, you know a lot more than I do on this one and I'll chime and in only, as I have questions. And this only really comes about because of um, experiences in my life uh, from the, what is now called divine mercy encounter retreat and uh, used to be called the tech retreat to encounter Christ. And it was divine mercy, divine mercy tech, um, that my experience of the mercy, uh, specifically divine mercy came into my life. And so when it comes to, um, you know, my time in high school, you know, I went to cathedral prep, the all boys Catholic school in Erie. And that's where I attend during those years is when I, um, attended the encounter mercy retreat. And we started doing, uh, after I had gone to that, we started doing during Lent the Divine Mercy Chaplet before lunch. Um, and some of uh, my core group of friends from high school, you know, we still pray that to this day during our lunch hours. Uh, but, you know, we still have that connection back to that, especially that retreat. And so the Divine Mercy, though, goes much further back than that. You know, it goes all the way back to between 1930 and 1938, when now St. Faustina who died in 1938, she was born in 1905, um, who was a sister of mercy in Poland, um, she started receiving visions of Jesus. And so Jesus kept coming to her and uh, telling her of the um, how he wished for more people to really be able to enter into his mercy and to have trust in God and have trust in Christ. So between 1930 and 1938, Vince, like what's going on in the world then? Do you, any ideas? 1930 and 1938. Well, yeah. we have the great depression. Yeah. Uh, we also have the start of world war two over in Europe. Now the U S didn't enter. I, I think, believe that started in 38, but 39, but yeah, it was the 39. Okay. So there's yeah. a lot leading up to it though. Uh, 
you're starting to see a lot of turmoil. You have a lot of uh, mainly the, de- the depression side of things. And I'm hoping that's something that we don't go into here uh, in the next couple of months. But um, right. but that is that was pretty much the main thing that was going on there. So less and less people are trusting in God. Yes. Well, no yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yes. You know, no surprise. People are not trusting God at this point because their faith is gone. It's being rattled. Due to the world. Yeah. And, you know, where should our faith reside? It shouldn't reside in earthly things. No, it should reside in heaven. And so God says through uh, St. Faustina, these, her, you know, his want for people to see his mercy, his mercy. And so sometimes mercy doesn't mean, like we said before, getting what we want or what we think we deserve. His mercy is giving us what we need. And sometimes that is to be taught a lesson. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is to experience pain. But just, why? I mean, yeah, just think about whenever you were a child and you were punished for something that you did that was wrong. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't always the most fun. Um, I'm but fairly it, certain that your daughter, when she gets punished or your son gets punished, I'm sure they don't think it's fun. No, but it teaches them a lesson and it builds character. Exactly. exactly. So we have uh, St. Faustina who started keeping these diaries and she wasn't interested originally in keeping these diaries, but she um, continued to keep them because uh, she was told to by her spiritual director. And so as she kept these diaries, one of the entries uh, starts to dictate to her essentially what the Divine Mercy Chaplet is to look like. And this Divine Mercy Chaplet is a prayer that Christ implores for us to pray so that the mercy might be experienced throughout the world. Hmm. And then Jesus says to St. Faustina, at three o'clock, implore my mercy, especially for sinners. Well, why three o'clock? Well, we are now just uh, about a week and a half into the Easter season, season. So we just experienced Good Friday services. And what time on Good Friday do we normally have it but 3 p.m.? Because, because that is the time that it is believed that Christ died right. on the cross. And that's why we hold 12 to 3 p.m. as, you know, that's where we turn off our TV. That's where we focus on prayer because that's the time that Jesus hung on the cross. And at 3 p.m. is when we, you know, we presume that's, that's when he died. Right. And so through the um, through the different gospel passages about the death of Christ and how he how long and the time that he was on upon the cross and had gone through his passion. It's at 3 p.m., not only from the gospel passages, but also from outside sources that we believe he died. And so it says here that Jesus said to her at three o'clock, implore my mercy, especially for sinners. And if only for a brief moment, immerse yourself in my passion particularly my in my abandonment at the moment of agony. This is the hour of great mercy. In this hour, I will refuse nothing to the soul that makes a request of me in virtue of my passion. And so uh, he continues on and says, after as, lo- as often as you hear the clock strike the third hour, immerse yourself completely in my mercy, adoring and glorifying it. Invoke its omnipotence for poor sinners For at that moment, mercy was opened wide for every soul. In this hour, you can obtain everything for yourself and for others for the asking. It was the hour of grace for the whole world that mercy triumphed over justice. So, you know, once again, languages don't do justice because she would have originally been hearing this in Polish. Sure. Um, And so... 
it says here, it was in the hour of grace for the whole world. Mercy triumphed over justice. As we said before, in the understanding of grace and mercy, this is extremely important to understand because it was at that moment that a special grace was given. At that moment, a special grace was given. But the mercy that is um, notwithstanding that goes beyond that is what triumphed over justice. Because justice would say that Christ should not have had to die upon the cross. Justice states that it is us who deserve to die on the cross. But at that moment of grace, at that hour of grace, mercy, the understanding that God's outpouring gift of love, of compassion, is that we receive in that moment the graces. So Right, because justice, we, we deserve to be on the cross. But instead— absolutely. Jesus died on that cross for us in his mercy. Yeah. Yeah. And so we can start to see where this three o'clock hour, why this three o'clock hour is so important, not only on Sunday, not only on Fridays, but every day. Mm -hmm. And so we, we have the experience of the divine mercy chaplet and we have an experience of God's mercy pouring out upon us which is constantly pouring out upon us, which is constantly flowing forth from his heart upon us. And so we have this um, understanding of mercy. In one of the diaries of St. Faustina, Christ tells her to make an image. And that image, of course, is the one we saw on Divine Mercy Sunday, is the image of this podcast's artwork. Mm, excuse me. And the image of divine mercy shows Christ where he has his hand extended in blessing and then he has his other hand pointed to his heart. And coming forth from his heart is the water and the blood that poured forth from his side. You know, the red and the white rays coming forth from his heart. Mm -hmm. Now, this kind of, you know, this kind of looks to be almost a connection to the sacred heart. And it should. It should because – you know, what is the sacred heart of Jesus? The sacred heart of Jesus is the place where the mercy and the grace that uh, for the earth is given. It's it's the place where it's stored, right? Where do we, you know, when you feel that moment of love or that moment of compassion or, you know, you we often say it's in the heart. Well, why? I don't know about you, but whenever I've had those moments of peace, it's, it's in the chest that you get yes. this either a tightness yes. and it's not, you know um, – it's it's not gas. It's not a heart attack. It's not heartburn. But you get this feeling of tugging on your heart. And that's where we believe that, you know, as, as Christians and as human people, that's kind of like in our chest is where the whole of our humanness exists in a way. Because Mine feels like a, like a lightness in your chest. Yeah. Just a relief. Yeah. But it can be a relief. But at other times in, in great times of um, pain. Oh yes. It can, oh, yes. It can hurt, you know, so it, oh, yes. it can go both ways. So we, we carry all of our emotions in our, in our heart. We certainly do. And so you have a connection to the sacred heart and the sacred heart containing all of that mercy and that love and that passion, which is in that, our logo, by the way. Well, and that's kind of like the whole point, you know, so with this whole understanding of the image, uh, what happened was, is so how did we get to having divine mercy Sunday? Well, specifically, Divine Mercy Sunday is the eighth day of the octave of Easter. So I don't know if you knew this, but for our podcast listeners and for you, Vince, but Easter isn't one day. It's eight days. And so Easter, the Monday after Easter, 
is celebrated in the liturgies just as if it was Easter Sunday. So for eight days straight, we get to celebrate the joy of Easter. And then continuing on, that final day, um, you know, it used to be called many different names, but on the final day of the Easter celebration, the octave of Easter, we have the gospel reading of the Doubting Thomas. And it is in that moment of the Doubting Thomas where Christ, right before that, says to his apostles, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. And it's in the sacrament of the confession of, of penance, or um, you know, we call it penance, confession, uh, but it's in that sacrament that we receive a very uh, intimate understanding of the mercy of God. Because we don't deserve his mercy. We don't deserve that outpouring of grace. But his mercy comes forth to us in that moment. And so uh, that Sunday, which uh, we now know as Divine Mercy Sunday. Well, originally, it wasn't always called that. It was called a bunch of other things. But on May 5th of 2000, which was five days after the canonization of St. Faustina, the Vatican decreed that the second Sunday of Easter would henceforth be known as Divine Mercy Sunday. So it wasn't until the following year, 2001, and of course the date escapes me at the moment, um, that we first celebrated our first Divine Mercy Sunday. But it was in 2000 that it was established. So, And how cool is that? Like, that was so, that's so recent. You know, yeah. all the things, all the celebrations that we have in the church seem so old, so ancient, so way in the past. This is something that, only happened in the last decade. A uh, little longer than that. Well, within the first, no, because we're 2020. Yeah. So that, that decade is 10 years. Right. And I'm saying that, that on the first. Yeah. Okay. Know, okay. I see what you're saying. You know yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Math was not my strong point. All right. I'll let you get going again. Well, sorry, was, to, sorry to derail you. It's all right. So we were talking about, yeah, it, it was recent. It was recent. And so we have... Um, it, within the first, uh, you know, within our lifetime, yes. within our lifetime, um, you know, born May 90 of 92, um, you were born in 90. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm an idiot. No, you're totally, jeez. Oh, in the last two decades. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, math is not my strong suit. Jeez. That's okay. Now so, oh, we're going to have to delete that. No, I can't delete that. We'll let that no, go. No, Everyone can know how much of an idiot I am. Got to let everybody experience the, last the pain. two decades. Yeah. So, you know, I was born May of 92. You were born in 90, right? 90, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, the experience here is within our lifetime that something new has come forth from the church. And, you know, this whole experience in our life, well, first off, every day is a new experience, not just to get sentimental and think about it, but it tr it is true. Every day is a new experience. There's nothing normal about any day of our life. Even when it is in a normal routine, there's still nothing normal about it. And so we have an opportunity to experience that, um, you know, the mercy and the grace of God. And so, you know, we are in an abnormal time in our world and an abnormal time in the life of the church. And so we, we as Vince and I, came up with the want and the, the – what I believe came forth from um, – you know, a true calling from God, uh, being of how you explained it to me and how I've always kind of had this want, but we have this now, this podcast. 
and we named it Encounter Mercy, but it wasn't, it was not easy to come up with a name. No, we went back and forth for a long, long time on that. Yeah. Probably a decade. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But, um, when we first started coming up with this podcast, we had a goal and this goal was to, um, share the faith and do so in the means of modern life. Right. And so we wanted to share the faith, not just in, um, writings like you and I could write whatever we wanted. We could write books. We could, uh, have that available, available for people to read. And, you know, very rarely, but occasionally I post a blog post and so far there's only one on our website, but the point is that we have an opportunity to do writing, but that is old news, right? That's, that's something that's been around for a while. Well, then we started with the podcast because it's online and that's not exactly old. I mean, it could be, I guess. That's only a decade old too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So, you know, you have podcasting, which is more modern, but it kind of harkens back to radio. The only nice thing is, is that you can carry it around on your phones and- Well, and anyone has a platform. You know, if it was just radio, we're not getting on EWTN or anything like that. Exactly. Well, maybe someday, but not right now. Raymond Royo, if you're listening, which I highly doubt, no, but, you know, probably not. We're, we're willing. Um, but you have you have the modern technology that allows us to create our own plat to use the platforms given to us to to create our own audience. Um, it might be a small audience, but it continues to grow. And so we wanted to be able to share this experience of the mercy of God. And it wasn't just that we wanted to have a random podcast, you know, the podcast of Father Andy and Vince or the Vince and Father Andy show or whatever we want to call it. Because we just like to hear ourselves talk. Hell, that's my entire life. Um, (laughs) What came forth from discussions between you and me and Cassandra was the want to share the faith by discussing the beauty of Catholicism. And uh, one of the basic teachings of our Catholic faith is the mercy mm-hmm. that is given to us from God, well, certainly. right? You, you hear about all these other um, Protestant churches or churches of what's happening now, and most of them, like the one is called grace. Well, that's great, but that's ignoring a huge part of who God is. Mm-hmm. It's not just his grace. It's his mercy. It's his mercy because he didn't have to die for us on the cross. And right. guess what? If anybody denies that he died on the cross, that's a heresy. They're a heretic. He had to die for us on the cross. It wasn't just a show. It wasn't just something that, oh, you know, God had to do it. No, no, no. It was his will that he died upon the cross. And so that mercy that we have in our faith, that mercy, uh, that experience of mercy that we have in our church, we wanted to be able to share that. And we wanted to be a part of a means of access to some of that mercy by teaching and spreading the faith. And so after uh, I, it was about a month or so that we went back and forth talking about a name and talking about what was our goal, we kind of came up with this basic idea of a goal is to try lightheartedly to share the faith, but also to be honest and to spread the truth. And as we heard in the, um, the, you know, in this teaching of divine mercy, what does Christ say? It was the hour of grace for the whole world. Mercy triumphed over justice. And so we wanted to be a possibility of a means to that. So that's kind of 
just a little bit about what it is that divine mercy is, but also a little bit of why we, and I guess me, chose uh, Divine Mercy Sunday as the feast day for our podcast because it's an important one, and it's kind of the whole basis of who we are as Encounter Mercy and Encounter Mercy, um, you know, spreading the good news. Yeah, and it only makes sense. You know, we could, going back from some of the names that we were, we were talking about the, I don't know, like the Catholic bunker or all these other just weird names. And it, yeah. when you mentioned encounter mercy, it was like, yep, that's it. There's no yeah. other discussion. We don't need to. Um, and because it just flows from what we believe in what we are as Christians. So, um, yeah, I, I think that was, uh, that that was the bait, you know, that as soon as you said that, that was like, yep, yeah, it all kind of fell in line after that. Um, it made sense. It did. Now, Father, in, in 30 seconds or less, can you kind of describe um, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, what it is, how to pray it? So, well, uh, in the show notes, you'll be able to see, because I posted the uh, Divine Mercy Chaplet how-to from the USCCB, but the Divine Mercy Chaplet um, is prayed on a rosary, and um, we start with uh, a few very common prayers that we're familiar with, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, and then the Apostles' Creed. Mm -hmm. And um, But then on the Our Father beads, we pray a specific prayer. Uh, Eternal Father, I offer to you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, an atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. So thinking about this, offering the body, blood, soul, and divinity, um, that's what the priest does on the altar. He offers the bread and wine, which is then uh, changed into the body, blood, soul, and divinity. And it is offered there back to the Father, which was offered originally on the cross, and then in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. The whole point of Christ dying upon the cross was to relieve us of our sins. He was the scapegoat. He was the one that all of the sins of the world was placed upon for mercy. And so uh, that's the opening of each of the decades. And then um, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. So we're begging, we're imploring the Father for the sake of Christ's passion, for the sake that he offered himself upon that cross, for the sake that he died, he went through the pain and the suffering upon that cross, have mercy on us and on the whole world. So that's prayed for all the uh, 10 Hail Mary beads on the decade, and then it starts back over. And then it finishes with, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Three of the divine names of Christ, of God, not Christ, but God in general. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. And then we finish with Jesus, I trust in thee. Now, there are some other prayers that have been added over time. Um, I'm not familiar with those. I'm familiar with what was considered the original but there are other prayers, and those are okay to pray as well. And um, those are going to be listed as well as optional prayers. Um, but the whole point is, is that the focus of the entire Divine Mercy Chaplet, which sometimes is chanted and other times is uh, just recited. And there's many different ways to chant it. And another thing I'll post that have posted in the um, uh, show notes is Father Rob I can't pronounce his last name. I'm really sorry. So, Father, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But he is a priest from Australia. Ah, uh, uh, yes. He's a singer and he's yeah. really good. I can't yeah. pronounce Galia. I don't Galia, know. Galia, I think that's his name. 
I have a podcast, or not a podcast, excuse me, a playlist on Spotify yes. of his Divine Mercy chaplet that he sang with um, his other musicians. And um, I sent him a message and I did it too late. I'm I'm really bad with like, I think of something uh, and then I'm like, yeah, I should do that. And then I forget about it. So Divine Mercy Sunday morning, I um, remember, you know, oh, I wanted to chant the Divine Mercy chaplet. So I reach out to a few people that I thought could help me. And everyone's unable, which is fine. Like, that's fine. So then I remember, oh, I wanted to message Father Rob because, um, you know, I follow him on Instagram and we've messaged back and forth before. I sent him a message. I said, hey, I know this is really late. I have a divine mercy holy hour at 3 p.m. today, Eastern. Um, and I'd love to use your divine mercy chaplet. Well, don't you know, he gets back to me at 4 p.m. our time and <laughs> gave me permission to use it. But the point is, is that totally my fault. I even said to him in the message, I should have reached out like two or three weeks ago, my fault. And he says, don't worry about it. Yeah, go, go for it. So I'll he is include so the cool. playlist. He's, he, he yeah. he's awesome. Uh, you should, if you haven't already go to his YouTube channel, check it out. He's got some amazing music. He's a fantastic musician. He's just a wonderful priest. Uh, and my favorite song from him is alive. And yeah. I was just trying to look that up cause it's, it's been a while since I listened to it, but, uh, yeah, listen to alive. Uh, by Father Rob, he he is, he's fantastic. He he's exactly what a priest needs to be, and yeah, he he's just a wonderful human being. Yeah, yeah. So he gave us permission to use it in our. That's in fantastic. Our, That's so exciting. So we might do that in the future. Now that he gave us permission, but um, you know, it's just um, it's difficult when you know I I forget about it, and they're what twelve hours ahead of us. Oh yes, so. yeah. He was probably sleeping. Yeah, poor guy. He probably got up at 4 a.m. for his normal office and, and just like, what? why is this priest from America bothering me again? <laughs> but um, I thank Father if he ever does hear this. So thank you, Father Rob, for that. I'm, I'm grateful and keep up the good work. Uh, I really do appreciate um, your talent because uh, I don't have that ability to play many instruments and be able to sing. I, my instrument is one that requires my mouth. So um Thank you for your work with that. But yeah, so Father Rob gave us that permission. So if you want to sing it or even just listen to someone else sing it, it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. So that's also in the show notes. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, with that, do you have anything to, to close, Father? That's it for today. Let us pray that the Lord may continue to spread his uh, mercy upon us, to shower his mercy down upon us, and to get us through uh, these trying times in our world. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, uh, I think that is it. So until next time. Oh, 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 we got to steal one more thing. Uh, uh, we're going to continue to steal this because um, after last week's episode, I was asked to um, give a shout out. Um, and that specifically is to anybody and specifically because they saw the post of uh, that either you or Cassandra posted about her making all those masks. So shout out and a thank you to any everybody who's making masks. Absolutely. Um, whether they actually work or not, hey, thank you for doing it anyway. You're thinking of others in that moment of um, doing a bit of service for the world. So Anything to bring us together right now uh, really helps because uh, as we continue down this path, uh, there's gonna, there's a lot of divide now and it's only going to continue, especially it's an election year. It's, it's just a reality of the times. Um, and I just pray that we can all get together and get over this together. Um, and yeah, so let's just, yeah. Thank you to all who are doing something uh, to one, help bring people together in this time and to 
to help people survive in this time. And that goes from doctors to nurses, to people who work at grocery stores. Uh, you're all important in the supply chain of, uh, of, of life. So, uh, please continue that. And we, and our hearts go out to you and thank you so much. And if you want any shout outs, you know, if there's anybody from Ohio and is driving through Meadville, I'm sure Vince and I could, you know, just, you know, just whatever. Um, yeah, you know, bur- my bourbon, any bur- yeah, bourbon, uh, what, <clears throat> yeah, uh, <clears throat> just yeah. a little tickle in my throat. I need a little more of my cough syrup. <laughs> We're not endorsing any bootlegging that is illegal. That's right. Uh, but if it's a gift, it's not illegal. Uh, is that true? It's not. No, no. Let's just go with that. Let's just go with that. So, but in any event, um, God bless you all. And let's continue to pray for his mercy. And thank you. Yes. All right. Until next time. Uh, God bless everybody.